Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too, because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 Achievers Growing Our Lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. You guys, some people start for $5 an hour doing some of these things. So there's no reason you can't afford it because if you took yourself out of even 10 hours of work per week with the $5 per hour, you would be inserting yourself into a place that has a lot more money making potential than just trading time for money doing smaller things. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of Light Pink, best-selling author, three-time fitness world champion, and I'm a crazy multi-passionate entrepreneur. My journey has taken me everywhere from being a broke waitress, barista, retails associate, and personal trainer with massive anxiety and no belief in myself to later becoming a multi-millionaire in love with my life. In 2007, my husband and I lost everything. We found ourselves hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt at rock bottom. We had no ideas and I had no education to fall back on. This is when I found personal development and learned everything I could about business. 
not by choice, but because I realized no one was coming to save me. The conversations on this podcast are going to let you know that you're not alone and that we all feel like we don't know what we're doing. We're going to give you the tools to help you face your fears, take action, start your business, and grow those massive dreams that are keeping you up at night. It's time to create a life that you can't hide from and put so much on the line that your higher self is forced to come out. You're going to stop waiting for someone to approve of you and you're going to anoint yourself. Because I'm obsessed about building businesses that give women a platform, I want to feature you. So if you text the word podcast to 310-496-8363, you can get your questions answered on our Q&A segment along with a shout out. And if you rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast, we're choosing someone every month to get coached and featured on our show. It just might be you. So let's get started. everyone welcome back to questionably awesome with my co-host evans evans how the heck are you Lori? i just am delighted to see you today delighted little do you guys know we really should start every recording at least five minutes before when we first get on because i feel like we really cover a lot of unnecessary ground that would make everyone better we really do like we were discussing how um, you could get silver if you register for silver on your wedding registry. You know, we talked about how different wedding gifts are. So I kind of want to talk about this because it's so, so I just got, someone just sent me like a, a wedding invite and I got one a couple months prior and like, I look at their registry and it's all like r- really vital, important things from Amazon. And Love that. Yeah. Or like, you know, we want this money or here's for our honeymoon trip or here's, you know, we want to donate to this fund or whatever it is. It's very like this fits these people and people are very straightforward. They're like, we don't want anything else besides this. Like we'd rather not have a gift than like have something off of this. Mm -hmm. Uh, Empowering. So I got married uh, almost 16 years ago now and I was on the cusp I was on the cusp of when people would just buy you whatever they want or terrible gifts or re-gift something they got from their wedding 20 years earlier. Um, And it was the land of like women need serving dishes. Like, so you need all of them and you need one for every holiday. Like you need a pumpkin serving dish that's silver with this snake wrapping around the top. I don't know. It was on clearance at JCPenney because... They were like, "Mm, pumpkins and snakes, not sure that's a good fit. But for this girl, it's going to be great on her Thanksgiving table. And it's literally like we were talking about how people would buy you silver. And it really just says, like, I don't want you to feel like you know what to do with this thing. And I also Mm -hmm. want you to waste your time polishing this. So, yes. And don't anyone don't take it personal. If you've bought someone silver, there's some really great silver things. I really appreciate one of my silver pieces. Um, But I just got some of the weirdest gifts and I don't want to sound unappreciative, but I was like, do people like, 
I just am not going to be able to ever use this. And I literally remember like opening certain gifts up from people who did not know me from Adam, but they were at my wedding for some reason. Yeah. (laughs) Like super extended family or however that worked in the past when we would just feel the need that we had to invite everyone if we had an encounter with them. (laughs) So I just remember like opening up gifts at my, like on my, you know, day after wedding day or bridal shower or whatever and being like, what? in the, like, I can't get rid of this thing fast enough. And then my mom would say things to me like, no, no, you can't get rid of those things because if they come over to your house, like you need to put them out. And I was like, oh no, I will not. I will not allow you to put me in, in this prison of stuff that I don't like. And I will not use the pumpkin with the snake wrapped around it. Like I'm just not going to. And so I think that was the moment I decided I was not going to let other people's like gifts control my life. (laughs) I am really, you went full circle. That was a journey. That was a journey. And I feel like I sounded like rude, but wasn't that a way? It's because we, now we're in this beautiful generation of people just say what they desire and they say what they don't. And, And actually that is a boundary. Like I don't want, here's what I don't want. I don't want on my birthday or on these days to get a bunch of gifts that I actually will never use that waste people's money. So it's, it's a, it's actually a kind thing to be like, look, I want to use my storage for things I want to store, not for things that will never come out because I feel guilty about making some, about people pleasing. I also don't want you to open up your wallet. I'd rather have you not like that would actually feel better to me. And I'm going to be honest about it. I'd rather be gifted with your presence meaning your actual physical presence, (laughs) then you buying me something that is like, you're not sure if it's good. I think it's terrible. Like, and then I lie about it. And then you wonder if my face that said it all really meant it. I think it's so true. And I think it's beautiful when people, people have, you were just saying before our call, how cool people's registries are now. Um, one of Adam's cousins registered at REI, the outdoor store. Oh my gosh. They registered for like a tent. Totally. So cool. You know why? Because most people at this time have either dated or moved in together and they're like, or they've gotten married older now. So they've established their pots and pans and their weird silver. Like nobody has silver. The pumpkin snake. Yeah. The pumpkin snake, by the way, it's not a snake. It's a swan. Something we're looking at. (laughs) And I feel like I need to apologize about this piece, but it's really, do not. there's just a piece behind her. That's not in her house. We won't say whose house it is. In. It's my mom. And I was like, she doesn't care. I was like, Hey Evans, you're not, you're not in your house. Are you? Because there's some collections behind you that I just feel like <laughs> it's like a giant silver swan that opens. I'm pretty sure she serves mashed potatoes in it. At wow. I mean, it is lovely. It looks like a beautiful silver clam with a swan on the top. And it just like is large. It's like an, it's like a, like there should be pearls inside of it. Like you should have a party oh where God. women all get pearls because it looks like an oyster. Like it so does. Everybody gets a pearl before they leave. Be so fun. Why is that like such an 80s party? Like you would have people over for champagne and be like, oh, don't forget to open the oyster on your way out of the door. I put pearls in there for all the ladies. Like a little takeaway. If I was born, if I I was born in the 80s, if I was in my prime in the 80s, like if I was 30 in 1982, you better believe I'd be having (gasps) a, a champagne and pearl party. 
Oh my God. It would be so cool. And your furniture, I feel like you'd have like a white leather sofa yes. at your house. Oh my gosh. And I'd probably have a, a separate room with very expensive lazy boys. <laughs> <laughs> Which are extremely comfortable. Extreme. It's not dad's chair for nothing. Like they, dads do not settle for anything but comfort at the end of a long work day. So, you know, like there's actual like dad approved chairs. I mean, you know that that's like, did you have a dad's chair where people were like, get out of oh. dad's chair? Oh, my dad had a, he had this like old green chair and it was like, no one sat in it but him. And right. it was like imprinted with his bottom. Oh, totally. But. That was, that was my dad. So my dad had an em emerald green chair or forest green. <gasps> Cause that was just very, those were the colors, right? Like mauve very and masculine. mauve and forest green. You walk into a home with mauve and forest green, you know that they had the money to update and just like get on trend. <laughs> have you have you heard that question? That's like, how could you tell other people were rich when you were growing up? I love that. No, question. what is it? It's like people will like comment how they knew other people were. Oh, rich. I see. So mine would be like if you had if you had emerald green carpeting, like forest green carpeting in at least oh. one or two of the rooms or like mauve or if you had like lush, heavy drapery. Oh, drapery is huge. Uh -huh. Or what if you had a refrigerator in your garage? Did <gasps> you ever go to a friend's and they're like, we'll get a Coke out of the garage. I was like, what? why would you, is this like, so you don't, what? Yeah, that it was, was just for the soft drinks. I did not even have that. Me neither, but it existed. I didn't have a garage. So I was just like, hey, did you leave your pop outside? <laughs> We're rich. <laughs> no, We're like, rich. There's a you hot Coke a by the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we really did that though we had coolers outside in the summer like if we had people over do you remember this yeah. like parties in the summertime so we'd have like cookouts on a it was actually like a charcoal grill so it was a charcoal Ooh. grill in our driveway and we would have a huge cooler like outside and it'd be like where's the pot like it's in the cooler outside <laughs> you know you had that like that's just how it was. So anyway, well, I'm glad we went on this tangent. It felt really good to get that off my chest. I oh, loved it. So I did go on Amazon and buy this particular friend a vacuum. And I was so excited about it. And I'll have to tell you the only reason I bought this vacuum was not because I was like, oh, a vacuum is a nice gift. It's because I couldn't wait to write the joke because marriage doesn't suck. I had to buy you something that did. That is so good. That was the only reason. And then I also wanted to put in like a lot of dirty jokes about that as well. But I did not. <laughs> I held off on the dirty sucking jokes and just did that one. So also, I feel like dirty is a joke too in there. Like I could have made a lot of dirty vacuum jokes. Because it cleans. Sorry so, for being barking. You're fine. My dogs bark all the time. This is, this is called being a professional at home because this is a professional podcast. It's very professional. Which did you say what this was? Questionably awesome. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I that. did. So if you guys okay. have now, um, if you guys have now left ten bad reviews, I can't blame you. That was my fault. They're like, we expected an interview about things that would change our life and make us smarter, and I'm like, oh, nope, wrong one. <laughs> that's the other shows. That's that's like Monday and Tuesday, maybe. Or a whole different show. Like maybe yeah. you need to go to a different podcaster. I don't know. This hey, is about reminiscing. Do you have a quote? Oh, yeah. It's from a Peloton teacher. 
yeah, it's from this sales clerk that I just got checked out at. I mean, I love I love it more than the next person, but literally that was amazing. Okay, let's hear it. Okay, I love Cody Rigsby. I think he's hilarious. And he always says, it's not that deep. He's like, when you're like thinking mm. too much about something, he always goes, it's not that deep, y'all. It's not that deep. It's really not. It's just it's none not. of it's gonna matter in X amount of time. None of it. I even think of that with just all of these, you know, different people who are maybe devastated by things online or cancel culture, all the thing, things I'm like, it's not that permanent. It's just, it's, it's terrible right now. It's awful. Um, or just like making decisions and, and feeling like a perfectionist or whatever. I'm like, it's just not, you just put it out there and you, and you move on and you learn from it. I love that so much. It's not that deep. It's just not that not. deep. We're just here trying to enjoy our lives. Like really at the end of the day. All right. And so this one is from who knows? So kind of like yours, but I do love Cody Rigsby. He is by no means a who knows. He's great. I love him. All right. So it's so weird. Like if you weren't in the Peloton world, you'd be like, what the hell are these people? Yeah, like cool. Yeah, great. That's (laughs) awesome. All right. So this one is feeling stuck is a feeling, not a fact. I just loved that. I just loved it because you're never, ever stuck. It takes one decision to get out of feeling stuck because it is just a feeling. It's like, okay, well, what is, what is something that could help you to not feel that way? Probably some different action um, Mm -hmm. and looking at it from a different perspective. Okay. So speaking of that, Mm -hmm. I think we have a review potentially, and then we're going to get into a question. Yes. This is from Malia Rose. Um, She says, I cannot begin to explain how much this podcast means to me. Whoa. It has gotten me through some horrible times and has also been an amazing addition to the good times. Lori helps me get in the right mindset so I can tackle any, any challenging time in life, whether that's to get in the right mindset. So, oh, excuse me, whether that's the ups and downs of being a brand new entrepreneur, having hiccups in my relationships or getting through the day when I can't get out of bed because of Lyme disease. Mm. There really is an episode for all. And I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Thank you for being a beacon of light in this world. Lori, yellow heart, little green leaf and star. Great emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I love you. Thank you so much for the review. Um, if you came to my party in the eighties, you for sure, I would let you have at least a couple pearls and I wouldn't tell people about it. Um, Oh, you'd let her have more than one. Yeah. I'd sneak or some, I'd sneak some more. Um, (laughs) like don't tell anyone, nobody else got all these pearls. Um, (laughs) Oh, that's great. That was so amazing. Why are people so amazing? Like we just have to remember how amazing people are instead of focusing on maybe the one Joe Schmo who's just like, I don't, I don't like your face. We don't need that. Yeah, no, we don't need that. Ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. All right, you mm-hmm. got a cue? Oh, yeah. Okay, it's from Rochelle Green. I love the name Rochelle. Rochelle, it's beautiful. Rochelle. Um, she wants to know, she says, you have great, great timing. I'm stuck with creating course content. I have all the knowledge, resources, and tools. Everyone thinks I'm doing great things, but I can't seem to stay focused to create the content that will get me to the next level. Hmm. She's having trouble creating content. Um, you're overthinking it. It's just not that deep. <laughs> oh, it's true. You're overthinking it. You want to know something about courses? You want to know where everybody screws up in the beginning? They do too yes. much. They do way too much. They think they got to over, oh. they think they have to deliver all of the value they've learned in their entire life in one course. You got time. You, you release this course, you get more courses after that. And, and the thing is like, 
So this is proven that if you do too much in a course, your people actually will perceive failure. They will feel overwhelmed and they will not finish it. And then your course will not be as successful. So in order to have a successful course, it's not just about having people sign up. It's about having people complete it. This is truth with a book as well. So if you want a course that's gonna be long-term and you wanna launch more than once, People have to feel like they can complete it and they have to complete it. So what will happen when people complete a course is they get a transformation and then they share. So because they feel like they can. When there's too much, and this is totally 1 million percent proven, when there's too much, you'll have a much higher failure rate. People will not refer it and they won't get the transformation because they quit too early because it feels like too much from the very beginning. So if they log in every day and just see one thing that they have to do or one thing they have to do that week, um, that's literally what I did with one of my courses. I took it down from like all of these things that they had to do each week to one thing a week. Like one- Was that bliss habit? Uh, yes, bliss habit. And then, well, with Aligned, we also did like one thing. They had to do one homework assignment like a week. That was it. And then even with that, I was like, hey, a lot of you are probably only gonna do one thing every three weeks. Like that's okay too. Um people are busy. We're not logging in and being like, we feel bad when we miss the thing that was expected. So if you feel bad, what happens? You don't go back, right? You're like, shit, I should never bought that course anyway. See, I'm a failure. See, I'm doing it again. So the less you can give them, and you have to remember, you're talking to the you of two to five years ago. This isn't the you now. This is not your mentor. Oh my God, we're so funny. We try to write a book for our mentors and courses for our mentors. They don't care. They're not looking at your shit. They never will. Like literally don't write it for them. They've already been through this like five times. So like write it for the people who haven't seen stuff like this before, for the people who look up to you, who say they want to do what you're doing for the people who haven't put out a course yet because they are stuck. Right. Um, so you have to remember like less is more. You're overthinking it. If you have six modules, take it down to three and put that out. You got to just get something under your belt. In the beginning, you have to get one accomplishment, right? Like sometimes you just have to be like, I did the one thing and that's going to help you do the next thing. Boom. So it's kind of like, uh, put it on my reading level, not Lori's reading level for your course. Not allowed to say that. Hey, yes, I am. No, you do so much. You do so much work. We all do work. Okay. You want, <laughs> you want another one? Of course. Um, this is from Isma Elite Lor- I'm really sorry if I mispronounced your name. It's a beautiful name, but they want to know fatigue and finding right balance between working long hours and business success, getting professional financial help so I can focus more on my business operations mm. than finances. And then she also goes on to say, I'm grateful that my business is growing, but what if I end up in the hospital? I am the only one who makes everything. Oh, well, it feels like your last sentence felt like a mantra for yourself for a second there. So I'm Mm -hmm. the only one that might be a belief more than it is something you have to do. No, 
that's a belief more than it is something you have to do because you need to find out the thing that makes you the most money that you can do or that can make you more money right now and hire out. Like, I don't care if this is a virtual assistant for responding back to your social. I don't care if it's a virtual assistant for your customer service. And if you don't know what a virtual assistant is, like start Googling it because there are companies that you can hire virtual assistants through and you can go on Upwork. And there's another one. I can't remember the name of it right now, but Upwork should be a really great start. You guys, some people start for $5 an hour doing some of these things. So there's no reason you can't afford it because if you took yourself out of even 10 hours of work per week with the $5 per hour, you would be inserting yourself into a place that has a lot more money making potential than just trading time for money doing smaller things. So between task rabbit for your life, between hiring someone maybe to clean your house, between all of these things that seem like not a smart way to spend money to some people at first, you're the moneymaker um, who is going to be able to do only you are going to be able to do the one, the, the biggest needle moving thing. So how can you start unloading the tasks that you pay people for and free yourself up uh, in order to go make more, like put yourself in more of the spots that you can make more money, AKA, um, calls on clients, closing clients, um, creating more content, uh, converting people in the DMS. Like those are the places that you need to be in right now. Not in like, Oh man, my laundry's not done. Oh. And those are important things, but they shouldn't be done by you. If you are needing to make all the money in your particular business. So, yeah. so many people are like, Oh, I can't afford that right now. I'm like, you can't afford not to. You're going to be able, you know, it's going to happen. You're going to get in the hospital and you're going to have to afford that bill. So you either like figure it out and scrape for a while and live less and then hire someone because you'll make more money doing that. And those are, I just interviewed, um, Rachel Rogers who wrote, everyone should be a millionaire. And she writes columns through her whole book called broke ass thoughts and millionaire (laughs) thoughts. And then it's broke ass actions and millionaire actions. And it's broke ass thoughts and actions that are like, I have to do it all. That's a broke ass thought and action. And um, I was this person for so long. I was ashamed to hire a house cleaner. Like, because in the Midwest, it was like, oh, yeah. you can't clean your own house. Like, I was like right. so proud of my vacuum lines. Like, you have no idea. It's like, oh, I you slaved can do a away. Line? Oh, yeah. I mean, Oh, oh, that's Chris good. would come home and step on him. And I'd be like, apparently you didn't know I vacuumed today, which means you're not allowed in the living room. They were perfect. Um, I was psycho, by the way. Man, I can't even, I don't think I've ever tried cleaner. to do a line. Oh my God. I don't know what kind of line, a line you're talking of va- about. A vacuum line, Thank not you. a cocaine line. Because <laughs> I do cocaine all the time. Hi <laughs> 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 right now. <laughs> Sorry, I totally got us off track. Oh, I like it. Um, oh, you are you talking to the queen of off track? I mean, is there a track? The track can just it move, it changes as we go. It really does. You know what track we're on on a, on a railroad? We're on that one that's the circle in the middle that just keeps switching to get the yes. trains like to to leave station. And we're like, oh, were we supposed to leave station? Because we're still back here on this track. We're still staying right here. On the circle track. Talking about whatever it is that blows our way. Um, yeah. Okay. Wait, but what? Well, do you want to talk about maybe you feeling stuck? Were you feeling stuck yesterday? Yes. I was feeling so stuck because I'm overwhelmed. And my default when I'm overwhelmed, and I don't want this to be my mantra, 
But my default reaction that I am now aware of that I've brought awareness around to like start to get more organized or or have a day where I can get a little more organized is mm-hmm. to do nothing. Anyone else feel that way? I feel yes. paralyzed. Like I feel complete frustration from my toes to the tip of my head. Like complete and utter on the verge of a temper tantrum, yelling at my loved ones, like blaming them for my entire life and everything that's wrong for no reason. Um, Same. Like I literally can't believe some of the crazy thoughts that come into my head when I'm frustrated. I watch myself grasp for anything that I can blame or get mad at. And I'm like, oh my God, we are literally insane as humans. And also like, it's also in those moments that I just have complete grace because I see what our brains do. We don't want to take ownership over like, hey, you're avoiding the fact that you just need to sit down and see what's most important and start taking action. And it's the action I don't want to take, right? It's because I don't know. Yeah. When people are like, I don't know where to start. I get it. I don't know where to start with some of these ideas that I have around launching a beverage company. I, when I say I don't know, I mean, I don't know. Like, like I literally am angry about how much I don't know. And also I'm angry about how easy it is for me to find the answer if I just focus. So I just have to start Googling and asking all the people. And that feels daunting sometimes because what I'm doing is I'm looking at the 10 tasks, realizing that I'm going to have to do that for all of them. And instead of just sitting down and deciding which fire is most important right now and what can just wait, like, I know you want that thing and I know you want that implemented. And I know you want that marketing campaign with that photo shoot and these people, but is that really going to matter right now? Like, what do you need to launch and start making the money that you need to be able to do those things with more ease later? Um, And I think that's a question we need to keep asking. Like, what's the thing that's going to make you money right now and move the needle the most so you can do those things after and then, and then completely letting go of the other ideas and maybe even like filing them away out of sight so that they quit overwhelming you. Um, but yeah, that's how I felt yesterday. And I just found myself doing easy things like literally mm-hmm. like, Oh, I should go pick up my house, like clean my house or, Oh my gosh. Oh, that's such a good thing to do though. Uh, clean your house. So- <laughs> yes. It, I feel like it puts you, gives you like a little power back. It, it can, unless you distract yourself for the rest of your day, cleaning your house instead. Good point. Good I'm point. Really, really good at doing that. So if it does get you to meditate as far as like a moving meditation into like, oh, I feel like I did something, but that's a trap. Yeah. Maybe if you set a timer and you're like, I'm going to take 15 minutes to pick up my office. Yep. And then you're going back to the task at hand because for me, that is actually an escape mechanism. I'm like, oh, see, I did a good thing. And then I just am yeah. like, yeah, you really just cleaned your house and didn't do the task that you should do. But like, bravo. Man, you're like speaking my brain right now. Yeah, it's because I have the same brain as you. We think we're so different and unique and we're so, we're so just like everyone else. Yep. Yeah, it's real crazy. All right. Well, you know, Evans, this time with you has been really special. It really has. I just never want to take for granted these check-ins that we get to have that just make my entire life. 
Me too. It's been the best. And I'm really thankful to be here. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. (laughs) Me too. Me too. I hope I do too. You too. Um, any last words of advice? Uh, I really like Google sheets lately. Mm. That's, that's my advice. Wow. Why do you like them? (laughs) Well, you were saying like feeling stuck. Um, two of my friends and I, we were feeling stuck too. So we made like a shareable Google sheet Mm. with our 30 day plan for the month. (gasps) I love this. It really helped. Okay. I need to hear all about that sometime. All right. You heard it here first. Google sheets are life changing. Everybody, we always love to hear from you. Let us know what your biggest life-changing takeaway was from this. If you were about to buy someone silver, maybe we saved you. I don't know. And throw a pearl pearl and champagne party. Please do. (laughs) Invite me. I would love that. Me too, please. All right, everyone. Have the best day. And until next time, remain questionably awesome. Bye. Bye. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? 
And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community. Without an online community, you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement, which is what I know that we're all after. And you can build trust or monetize your audience. When you get community right, not only does your audience grow faster, but so do your sales. But where's everybody gonna be managing their communities these days? And a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so. Circle is an all-in-one community platform. It lets you host content and create discussions, live streams, group chats, and memberships all under your own brand. And what's so cool about Circle.so is that you don't even need a website or Facebook group. Instead, Circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members. You can even create locked and unlocked content spaces, groups, and classes. How freaking cool is that? You can put your content behind a paywall too, and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site. Circle.so is famously easy to use, and it has a free 14-day trial for you, so you can go check it out, see if you like it, see if you love all the options. Just go to circle.so. Go check it out right now, you guys. Imagine being able to manage your community, start group chats and live classes, and accept payments all in one place. Kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place. You have to log into so many different things. If this is the year to capture, organize, and monetize your community, head over to circle.so. You can get a free trial and start building your online community right now. Just go to circle.so. You guys, you get the 14-day free trial. So just go and see if it's for you. It's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier. It's so freaking cool. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you wanna create on a course or webinar and bam, it just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're gonna customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages, and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers use this and now their smart ai platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com that's k-a-j-a-b-i.com